0: Welcome back to the Better Men, Better Ball Player Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cobb. I want to thank you for joining us on our 133rd episode of the podcast, where we get a chance to talk to Coach Ben Jones of the Apprentice School. So Coach Jones, uh, like I said, he is the head coach of the Apprentice School. He's been there since 2021. and In his first year of being head coach, they won the Small College World Series. And but since he has been with the builders since 2007 after his playing career was over he stayed on was offered the job as their pitching coach and in 20 in 2007 his first year as pitching coach they won the small college World Series as well so he's actually been in been part of three total World Series championships uh, in his time at the apprentice school in 2007 his first year pitching coach 2015. As well as in his first one as a head coach in 2022. Like I said, he is the winningest pitcher in the modern era at the apprenticeship school. He talks about uh, they then, I believe, since 1919. Uh, this school. Uh, he's also been in the apprenticeship school apprentice school Hall of Fame class of 2020. He is also in the Small College Athletic Association. Hall of Fame, Class of 2018. So the little bit of background in the Apprentice School, we touched base about that. Uh, this is a place where they are building tradesmen. They're building people that can learn a trade. They're getting paid. They're getting paid by the hour to work a trade, to take classes of the trade, and then, of course, to fully graduate and then become... Um, certified into in, in their trade and we touched more about uh, more about that as we go on but that's what the apprentice school uh is all about very unique opportunity uh he talks about i think he believes there's only one other school that has this where they can learn a trade and still have athletics and he talks about even the the about the benefits of those things and the benefits of being able to what do athletics bring to um the workforce you know, and the things that we're able to teach through the game and through athletics. And exactly, um, you know, I know that what mo- so many people when they are uh, passionate about sports or what people that when they're not passionate, about that, what they don't understand about that and how it also helps in the workplace. Um, but Coach Jones just does an incredible job just illustrating all of those things. And this just how he's able to build a very competitive, competitive program, um at the apprentice school like I said and being a part of three world series championships um just just really great stuff I really want to appreciate him appreciate him and thank him for for taking the time and I, I reached out to him and we, we've you know was was very uh disgraceful with setting up this time to talk and then just we we talk for over an hour and I can't wait till the next time I talk to him. But also want to give a shout out to a um, big thanks to our sponsors at Netting Pros. Netting professionals are in private improving programs, one facility at a time. Netting professionals specialize in design, fabrication, and installation of custom netting for backstops, batting cages, dugouts, scoreboards, BP screens, and ball carts. They also design and install digital graphic wall padding, windscreen, turf, turf protectors, dugout benches, dugout cubbies, and more. Netting Pros continue to provide quality products and services to, to many recreation, high school and college fields, facilities and stadiums throughout the country. Contact them today, at 844-620-2707 or info at nettingpros.com. Visit them online at www.nettingpros.com or check out Netting Pros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn for all the latest products and projects. So big shout out to the sponsors. Uh, speaking of websites, again, learning more about the apprenticeship school, Highly recommend just going and and searching the website. AS.edu, that is the Apprentice School. The Apprentice School, that's their general admission website. Check it out. You'll see more. You'll see all of their trades that they have, uh, what their school's about, how long it's been standing. And then they also have their athletics website, GoBuilders.com. That is the athletics website. This is where they can do... They have the recruiting forms, the questionnaires and things like that. Uh, That's where you can see... A ton of athletic programs that they have, but it's also a small school. Uh, and small school meaning like there is a, is a very small school enrollment. Uh, but what that allows them, it's a, it's, it is, and we talk about this in the show um, about the difference between that and NCAA. The small school, it just it allows them to participate, and more people that are have a small enrollment, and allows them to participate more in the postseason. Uh, for people that are very similar to them uh, and their clientele, but uh, this is such a unique experience, a, a, a unique opportunity, uh, as they are um, learning a trade and, and dealing with a very certain type of person. Again, it's not for everyone. Just like uh, as the military and going through the academy is not for everyone. It's that extra piece of work. It's that. It's that doing something that's. Bigger than just the baseball game. We know that the baseball is just fun, and and that's something that can also be taken away if they're not getting a job in the classroom, if they're not doing the job and being good attendance at their job and doing their trade and doing those kind of things. Uh, He, it's such a great perspective uh, that Coach Jones illustrates. So, really want to get into it. Really can't thank you enough, Coach Jones, for it. Again, check out those websites. AS.EDU, the general admission website, as well as the athletics website, gobuilders.com. So here he is, the head coach at the Apprentice School, Coach Ben Jones.
1: The amazing thing about the Apprentice School is, is, is we have 19 trade selections with an additional eight advanced studies. So we've basically got the 19 cover your blue-collar workers, and the additional eight advance, kind of migrating to the white-collar, um, where you're doing, um, kind of the, the business side of the of the of ship of the shipbuilding industry. Yeah. Um, uh, the the 19 trades, um, you know, we offer welding, uh, electricians, um, a pipe fitting, um, ship fitting. Uh, basically everything, everything that's going to build a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier or submarine uh, for the U.S. Navy, um, we offer. Um, and, um, and then when you go into the advanced uh, studies, it goes from like um, photogammetry, um, dimensional control, cost estim- estimating, um, planning, advanced shipyard operations, um construction supervisors stuff like that so like i said it, it, the apprentice school is unique because if you want to if you want to stay blue collar and work with your tools there's nothing wrong with it graduate and continue to work and, and do what you got to do um if you excel academically you excel in the classroom on the waterfront um about 20 percent of our enrollment um gets selected to advance Advanced shipbuilding curriculum, and that's when they get an opportunity to to go after their, the additional eight. So if you go if you go through your the normal apprenticeship, it's typically about four years. You get an associate's degree in applied science. If you get selected to go advanced, um, you get the opportunity to earn your bachelor's degree. And then the the other thing is is um a lot of the guys and girls will graduate um the shipyard and the school um you also have a through the shipyard through the school you have a opportunity to 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 get your bachelor's degree or your master's degree um through tuition reimbursement which Mm. is really just a just amazing thing so if you get into the apprentice school um you do well you're going to you're gonna you're gonna graduate in four years you're gonna earn your associate's degree in applied science all free you actually you know they your first semester when you come in they the school starts at twenty two dollars an hour you grad a little bit over that now and you graduate making in four years you've been making thirty two dollars an hour um it's all tuition free uh don't get me wrong though it's it's a it's a hard program um our uh, our apprentices are on the job six o'clock in the morning in the parking lot. Um, you know, there's, there's 30, 30 plus thousand people at the shipyard. Um, our school only has about a 1,000 to 1,200 full-time enrollments. Um, so it makes it, a, it, it's a tough program. A traditional high school graduate is looking forward to, you know, having the first class at 10 a.m. or noon versus the apprentice school. Our guys are on the job. They're on the job or either in the classroom at 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, A typical work day or class day for apprentices is first, second, third, and fourth term. They'll be in the classroom for 16 hours a week. So either Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday, whichever, whichever class schedule they have. They'll be in the classroom learning. The other 24 hours, they'll be in the shipyard, in a shop, on a submarine, on a carrier, depending on wherever their where, wherever their discipline, um, their discipline or their their operation that they're working on is uh, trade specific. It, it depends on where they're at. Um, when I when I was, when I went through the school, I was an X43, which is an outside machinist. We um, were basically the mechanics of shipbuilding. Um, we installed uh, all the major components on aircraft carriers and submarines, um, and then the pipe fitters w- would make up—you know—they'd run their run their piping up to those those components so that you could have whatever whatever distributive system was working up to it, fresh water um seawater uh, oxygen whatever whatever system was was being made up to it main steam and stuff like that so um like i was saying it's it's, it's not cut out for everyone um right. it is it, it, it is very hard um you know uh you know 7 a.m 40 hours a week uh it, it could be 100 degrees outside Um, You know, depending on where you're at, some of the some of the ships don't have AC running at that point. Depending on what part of construction they're at, right,
2: early, early
1: early on, um, you know, summertime, it's it's pretty hot on the ships. Um, Every once in a while, you'll get a, you know, you'll you'll be fortunate enough to get a rotation that puts you in an air conditioned shop or something like that. Uh, Typically. Typically, your your rotations through your trades. Um, every six months, you'll be rotated to a different different area of the shipyard, so you can learn more about that area. Um, you know, when I went through, I was uh, six months um, new construction aircraft carrier, um, and then I went into I went six months on well, submarines. Um, uh, let's see, six months. My third rotation was back to to aircraft carriers, but it was on overhaul, so it was a it was a you know a, a aircraft carrier that had come in for um, a, a makeover or upgrade. Okay, um, it's pretty interesting.
0: Sure. So, uh, will they go all year? So you said like through the summer too. So like they're they're there for four straight years. They are. And-
2: um,
1: it's 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 five days a week. Um some of the guys get offered, you know, overtime. If it's available, they can make some overtime on the weekends, but it's it's all year all year long. Um after your first year, you, you do get like annual leave, uh 40 hours of vacation. Um and they also have a opportunity if they have good attendance. Um they also have an opportunity to pick up another 10 hours of vacation. Um, after your second year, uh, you'll pick up, I believe I'm sorry, I've been there for 20 years. So I don't, I don't, any, I don't know how many hours they pick up, but they, they have, they have to, they get the opportunity to pick up, uh, vacation time. Um, but it is, it's, 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 it's four year, um, four year round for four years. Um, you know, you don't get the summers off like, like col- typical colleges or universities.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and
1: that's why I say it's a, it's a, it's a tough program, but it's very, very well worth it. Um, the school, they have full benefits, uh, 401k with company match, um, uh, full medical insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance. Um, it's, it's a good program. The the parent school was, was taking care of myself and my family for the last 20 years and, and uh, I'm really happy to be a part of it it's it's been it was a good it was a good decision for me. It's opened up a lot of doors after I graduated um, had several doors open um, i love I love what I'm doing now and uh I love also coaching being affiliated with the principal.
0: Yes, I mean let alone like you said, like they're you know, they're on they're on the ship at six AM and they're up in at the atom and, and at the end of the day, like you're still having practice after all of that too, right? Right.
1: a normal day for, for my athletes is uh is they're pulling into the parking lot at six AM, starting to starting either class or work their work shift at seven. Um they'll get out at three thirty, drive over to the stadium. Um we we try to get started by 4.30. We'll practice for a couple hours, sometimes a little bit longer, depending on, you know, what part of the season it is. If, if it's early, early season, we might we might go a little longer. Um, you know, Virginia, Virginia is a tough spot. The weather, the weather can change here any minute. Um, early on, you know, January, February practice, it's pretty tough. So if we get a good day of weather, we're going to try to stay out as long as we can. Um, our, our our home field is War Memorial Stadium in Hampton, Virginia. We were fortunate enough to get a full turf infield installed a couple of years ago, and um, that's that's really been that's that's been a, a huge perk. Um, even if it is, you know, if we get if we get some nasty weather, we we can still work out in the infield, and uh, it's been great. Um, the city of Hampton, uh, the apprentice School, the Peninsula Pilots. They poured a, they poured tons of money into that stadium over the last fifteen years, and uh, for a stadium that was originally built in the '40s, you know Johnny Bench, Satchel Page, those guys all played baseball out there at some point in their career. Wow! Um, and you know, for for a stadium that was that's been there for so long, uh, all the upgrades that they that they've done uh, just just been remarkable. Um, lighting, sound systems. Um, grandstand, covered grandstand, press box, um, turf infield, all new sod. Um, just it's it, it's it's really just a beautiful stadium. Um, all brick facade going down right and left field. Um, you know, the brand new, brand new vertical screen going all around the backstop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we've got uh. Two years ago, they, they put in a a new indoor hitting facility, which is which is a nice thing. It's heated in the wintertime; and you can open up the garage doors in the summertime, get some breeze going through. Yeah, um, really, just just very nice facility. Um, a lot of stuff's changed since since the days when I played there.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, re, rebuilding mounds every couple of days because of all the. All the youth that we're getting early in the season versus now having all turf mounds, it just it's, it's 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 very um it's it's great for us. It really is,
0: and it's nice too. Like you don't have that work. I mean, you guys been working all day, and you know, and and now you gotta at least now you don't have to do as much work when you're done, you know. So it's definitely for sure. I'm sure it has made your life easier, right? So, coach, like. With 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 as much as uh, you know, the trades are important with your school. Like, um, do you still work in in the trade and doing those things to kind of to 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 help with? I guess the guys that are doing it, or are you full time baseball and just helping these guys manage their lives through the school?
1: No, um, my full time job, I'm a, I'm a manager uh, with, with, at the shipyard. Uh, I work in the inspection department. Uh, we perform we perform all the inspections and do all the testing on I'm in charge of new construction, aircraft carriers and overhaul aircraft carriers. So all the, all the systems get tested and inspected by, by my guys. That's my full-time job. Um, I was fortunate enough to get hired on after I graduated through the apprentice school as a pitching coach in 2007. And it's basically, it's a, it's, it's, it's a second, a second job. Um, it keeps me busy. I work forty plus hours a week with the shipyard, and then I also, uh, you know, during in season, you know, I'm I'm probably another forty hours on the baseball field with the apprentice school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right I'm sure, off.
0: especially as as you know, good as you guys are, and you're trying to play at a, you're playing at a national level, and so yeah, I'm sure you're. It's 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 almost like two full time jobs. Basically, um, but like I said,
1: I would I wouldn't have any other way. When I graduated, Coach K offered me a position to, to start, you know, working with the pitchers and, and develop these guys into in the pitchers and not throwers. And uh, it, I was I was very fortunate to get the opportunity to do it. Um, I wanted to pay back the school because the school was it treated me good and, and, and opened up so many different opportunities for my family and I. And um, it's just been a it's been a it's been a wild ride, but like I said, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh when I, when, I, when I started after graduation and I started working with the, you know, as a coach, um, Coach Brian Cave, John McConnell, and Buddy Denton um, were there. Um, coach coach Denton retired, um, I want to say, around 2015, 2014. Um, we brought on another assistant, uh, Christopher Scarola. Um, he's done a done a great job. He, he you know, he he brought he brought something that we didn't have any longer. He he brought kind of youth. He was he was young when he when he started coaching with us, uh twenty two years old versus Coach K, Coach McConnell and myself or we're all, you know, we're we're a little bit older and putting up some numbers and age. And um <laughs> He brought in some, you know, the technology with recruiting and, and, and all the, the cell phones and the computers and everything. He opened up our eyes as far as, you know, how we could reach out to a further um, recruiting pool. And he's done just an absolute amazing job with that. Coach McConnell, um, he'd, he'd work with our, our, our catchers. He'd work with our and outfielders. And hitting Coach McConnell played professional baseball at Montreal Expos uh, years ago. And Coach Cave basically managed the team and make sure everybody was doing what they were supposed to do. And it was just, it was a great group of guys. Uh, Coach Cave retired in 20, 2021. I was for, I, I applied for the job, I was fortunate enough to get the head coaching role. And, um, it's been great, Coach McConnell, Coach Garola, and myself. Um, we all stayed on board, and, and we were fortunate enough to have a great uh, first year. As my, as me, me being head coach, we ended up winning the, we ended up winning the small college world series. Um, so that was our third small college world series uh, championship. We we won it in two thousand seven. My first year as pitching coach with the school, we won it again in 2015, and then we won it my first year as head coach. Um, in 2021, or 20 excuse me, 2022. Uh, just uh, amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I love really, I love even the fact that you guys all stayed on. You know, I mean, I think that just even just goes to show one the value like what you all must believe in the apprentice school for all three people to continue to remain on staff. And then, you know, just, as you just keep, you just keep rolling, you just kept rolling. You know, I think that's that consistency of the staff has been there. That's, that's awesome. I think it speaks volumes. We've,
1: we've had a very long tenure uh, with the coaches and the coaching staff. Um, Coach Cave was there for 30 plus, you know, uh, I want to say 40 years actually. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting my, let's see I started in 2023 so I'm I'm getting ready to I'll be I will be on my 21st year of being affiliated with the school yeah um John McConnell I want to say he's been there for 17 years so just just a, a a lot of uh a lot of dedication and I couldn't ask for I couldn't ask for better coaches they're 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 awesome they'll they'll bend over backwards wherever it takes you know whatever I ask them to do and uh and not only that, you know, I, I lean on those guys all the time. Um, a lot of, a lot of years of uh, of just, you know, great leadership. Um, they know a lot about the game. Um, they, I can, I can reach out to them, pick their brains. I, I still call Coach Cave from time to time. You know, if we get into a jam or something, something I can't figure out. Hey, why? Why are we not hitting at this point of the season? I'll give them a call and, you know, just say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, can, am I missing something? Uh, you know, last year was, was last year we had a nasty start. We, we, we started the season two and 11. And I'm thinking, you know, my first year as head coach, what in the world was going on? <laughs> um, it, it was, it was awful. I, I, I knew we had a talented group of, of players. Um, they were working well together. We looked good in inner squads. We looked great at practice. Everything was was clicking. And when we go to strap on the jerseys for game time, it just it, it seemed like we couldn't come together as as, as, a, as, as a good group of of, of ball players. And uh, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you, right? I was I was nervous. Two and eleven start. Um, yes, yeah,
0: that's tough.
1: We, we figured it out. We figured it out around. Uh, I guess mid March and everything started working out well. We um the whole season changed. We we, we got above five hundred. Um they really came together the last three weeks of the season. Um won seven out of out of eight games in the in the in the World Series and it was just uh you know we we, we lost we lost the first game uh to Miami Hamilton and then uh had to win seven in a row to, to, to win the thing out. So it was, uh, it was pretty awesome. Those guys did a, did a great job. Um, this season we were, I want to say we were, we were 28, okay. 16. Um, unfortunately we didn't make the tournament. We, we had to be top 10 in USCAA. We were, we ended up coming in as, as 12, seed. So We didn't make the tournament this year, but, um, very proud of the guys. Uh, did a great job. They're, you know, 28-16, that's a, what, 630, 636 yeah. percentage. That's, that's a pretty good win record, in my opinion. Um, um, we've got some, some very solid returners. Uh, uh, last last season, 2022, we graduated 9. 2023, we graduated 4. Um we, we, we didn't we didn't lose as much as we did the year before but we've got we've got a lot of talent coming in um we've got a good freshman class coming in for the upcoming season and uh you know I, we've got a lot of uh, we've got a lot of talented returners and uh i'm really really looking forward to it um we're we'll bringing in some uh bringing in some young pitchers uh and you know looking looking forward to the, what happens on the road. Um, this regular this last season um, was tough to I, I was surprised that we were able to to have a winning season. We had a we were we were very injury prone for some reason. i, I, I oh,
2: okay. just
1: wild freak freak injuries uh, yeah we had a freshman right fielder who literally ran through a wall to catch a baseball. He made an outstanding play in right field in foul territory, ended up hitting the, the brick wall oh. over. Caught the ball, but he but he, he broke his he broke his right hand early in mm-hmm. the season. Um we had a center fielder with a broken clavicle. We had a third baseman um, a, a level three sprain, to put him out for half the season mm-hmm. on his right ankle. Torn him at second base. Uh, found out at the end of the season our our starting shortstop had a a small crack in his in and uh, a little small fracture in his, in his throwing hand um but he played through it so like like you know just a lot of injuries um these guys need the they need the they need the off time to to recover um and get prepared for next next baseball season so um you know it was a I'm glad that we did have success this season, but I'm really looking forward to next season when everybody's back and healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are tough. These are rough years, man. I mean, how? Like, I, I, I was thinking, like, could you explain for people like uh, the difference, like we said, with the small college, the USCAA, and the NCAA? Correct, USCAA is a uh, it's a small athletic conference. I want to say there's
1: well wow, i i want to say it's about a 160 to 180 schools in the conference um i don't know i'm not 100% sure on the bylaws but I, i'm not sure the enrollment can be you know they have to be under a certain enrollment that's why they call it small college athletic conference um our our enrollment is around a thousand to 1200 um at the apprentice school um I think the USCA. I think they're. I think they have to be under four thousand full-time okay. enrollment in order to be a member. Um, as far as the USCAA and the NCAA, um, we abide by all NCAA rules and regulations. Um, we 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 follow. We our our schedule is made up of mostly D three uh, and D two NCAA teams or you know JUCO NCAA JUCO. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as competition goes, um, you know, we have to buy by all the NCAA rules and regulations, um, as far as transfers, as far as, um, academically eligible and everything. Um, so there's really no difference. It's just, we're, we're just, the USCA started around, I think it was about 25 years ago, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and they basically created an athletic conference. That would allow smaller schools to get a shot at playing, you know, postseason baseball. Postseason baseball, exactly. And it's 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 been a it, it was a great it was a great idea, and it's been uh you know we're we're glad to be a part of them. Uh, the, the conference is uh it's given us the opportunity to play schools that, that we would have never played against, and uh, a lot of good competition out there.
0: Sure, and like, can you explain? Because I mean, looking at your schedule, you know, you get a chance to play. Uh, like, uh, aren't there? I guess isn't flexibility in your schedule? Um.
1: Correct. Well, the main thing is, is uh, us being, you know, central, central part of the United States on the, you know, the East Coast or whatever. A lot of the northern schools when they when they when they make their spring trip, spring break trip down to. Florida or Myrtle Beach, whatever, they'll 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 stop in. We get a chance to play a lot of the northern schools. Um we we do the apprentice school does about eighty percent of the home games. Um about twenty percent are away games. You get to play eighty um, percent home games. Right, seventy five to eighty percent home games. That's like awesome. I said, we, we we got a we got a nice facility. Um we don't we don't get a lot of rain outs with the turf and stuff. Uh so it works out well. And when, you know, early in the season when there's when there's snow or, or, or nasty, you know, rain, sleet, freezing rain, stuff like that, a lot of the schools in the surrounding area can't play because of, you know, just natural um field conditions that are unplayable. Uh that's 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 the main reason why we do a lot of home games. Um, because we can play when most other schools can't. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Newport University is right around the corner from us, uh, Virginia Wesleyan's on the other side of the water. Um, uh, there's a lot of local schools in the area. Um, you know, we, we, we play mainly division three, uh, competition, a few NCAA division two teams, Virginia State University, um, Southern Virginia, they their D3 school out of Buena Vista, Virginia. Um, there's just, there's, there's a, a ton of different schools in the area, but the, uh, a lot of the Northern schools will, will be able to, you know, to come down, come down to us and we'll get in, you know, four or five games, a good series with them. Um, Mid-Atlantic Christian University, they're right, they're, they're right on the border of North Carolina, not too far from us. Um, Salem University, they're out of West Virginia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they just they just popped in last year. There, I, I tell you what, they they've got a great program. They got a, they got a lot of good arms, um, solid infield. But um, no, it's it's it really just it's been a. I think we play a tough schedule in my mind. Um, you know, Penn State, Montalto Alto will come in, Allegheny College, um, Southern Virginia. Uh, we got a. We do we take a spring break trip as well. We get on the Merle Beach, play at the Ripping Experience and um play some good teams there. Last year I think we played Bay College, um, Eastern University, uh, Penn State Du Bois.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, it's just I I thought it was very good competition and, and it's kind of a wake up call. Um, you know, you, you you try to typically in Virginia you know, February, March, it could easily be seventy degrees, or it could be, you know, depending on the weather, it could be twenty-five degrees. Yeah. Um It's good. It's good to get down south for a week or two, get in some games with typical good weather, and it kind of, it kind of gives you a little mid-season approach to to where you where you should be at the end of the year. Um. St. Vincent's University, they they come in every okay. year. We, tr- okay. we we try to get in four to six games with them. Uh, Charleston State University, uh, they're 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 solid, um, and we've got some. Like I said, we've got some we've got some local community colleges around here that that are that are, that are pretty decent, um, pretty good baseball. Bryant and Stratton, uh okay. Virginia Peninsula Community College, um, Paul D Camp, they, they got a strong JUCO program, um, so, and we're always looking for for always looking for more schools to come in. Anybody that that, that has that, you know, that anybody with, that we can arrange, and uh, if we have if we have a slot available, we'll try to slot them in. Um, I do have a couple, I do have a couple weekends I need to fill at the latter half of, of next season. Um, okay.
0: I might be able to hook you up, connect you, connect you with some guys, man. Like I had some time with the Hickerside Community College, and you know, a couple other uh, times like that. You know, just different schools like that. But you know, I got to know the yeah, Allegheny I got guys. I know Coach Rollins at camp, you know. And is it Coach Enan? at Salem? Uh, I, I honestly I don't I don't remember the head okay. coach's name. At Salem. I want to say it might
1: have been, is it CJ? Maybe uh, JT. Yeah, that's it. I met him this year for the first time. So. Yeah, he's a good um,
0: dude, man. Yeah, like I said, if they, they play some good baseball, man, he's a good dude. They, they
1: were They were super solid. Um, I was highly impressed with them. Um, yeah. Big, big, big
0: squad. Huge squad. They carry yeah, he a lot carries a good bit. He does. He carries a bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah, he's a good yeah. dude. He's a good dude. Um, we're yeah, we're hoping to oh, we're, no. we're hoping
1: to get Salem and Atlantis University. We're hoping to get them to come in. Uh huh fill those spots in, in in April. Um and hopefully, you know, we'll be playing postseason ball in May. But right right now right now we've got a, a full schedule. but just you just gotta get those those few weekends in, in April filled and we should be good to go for twenty
0: twenty four. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool. I just I just like that, you know, just even your almost ability to be able to really just kind of like you, you are, you're building your own schedule. It's very like similar to Juco. Juco can kind of build the schedule like that too. But again, it comes down to those guys being able to play you and uh, wanting to play you, you know, knowing how I'm sure you're kind of getting to the point where, well, I've been to the point of it's almost challenging maybe to find guys who may want to play you as well. So I'm sure you can give some of that.
1: Right. The the hard thing is, you um, you know, they all have their they have they have their own conference schedule, and that that's that's where it gets tough. Um, mm-hmm. The latter half of March and April is like everybody's always got conference play, so it, it's always hard to fill that last month before before the postseason starts. Sure, but we'll work it out. Mm-hmm. We'll get it figured out.
0: So, man, like a coach, just like I just thinking um, in terms of like your team, you know, and as they're playing these different games and they're working and things like that, like how much. How, how, how do you, uh, I thinking about like a uh, manage their workload, you know, in terms of like how much you need to push and how much practice time and time that you're putting in baseball when you know how much these guys are putting in during the day with their job.
1: Right. Um, you know, typical college university, you've got planned weight workouts, you know, you've got planned workouts in all season. Um, we, we, we do very minimal as far as off season. I, I, I know the, you know, full-time job, you're a full-time student, you're a full-time worker, you're a full-time athlete. They've got a lot more on their plate than, than, than most typical college or university students. And we're, you know, we're not naive to that. Um, We try to give them a lot of liberties, a lot of freedom. Um, We, we, we play a very condensed, Ball, ball, typically only 30 to 45 days, um, mainly do a lot of air squatting we'll, we'll play with some of the local schools. Um, and then basically they're they're off, you know, they, they do their own, they work out on their own. We, we don't do a lot of uh, a lot of off-season workouts because we know how much time they're putting in at the school. We know how much time they're putting in, um, you know, at the shipyard, in their work locations. Um and we 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 try to let them recover, get in some time. You know, these guys have families. Um, um they want to be with their friends, their girlfriends, whatever. So we, we try to get them time to, to do all that. Um, when spring season starts, a little bit of a different story. You know, all the liberties kind of go away. I, I want us to be a I want us to be a competitive competitive program. And it, it 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 does make for very long days, but it, you know if we do it all right and we put in the work and we get everybody following on all cylinders, um, come May, hopefully it's a, a very successful season and it's all worthwhile. Um, you know, like like I said, a, a, a typical day is, is these guys will be they'll be there at six a.m. in the class at seven or in the shipyard working at seven. Um, finish the day at three or three thirty. Practice four thirty. Maybe finish practice six thirty. Um, go home. Go to their apartments. Go to you know go to their apartments. Go to their houses. Take a shower. Hit the books for a little bit. Try to get in bed. <laughs> Hopefully by nine thirty or ten. Wake mm-hmm. up and do it all again next morning. Um, it is hard, but but like I said, I mean these guys are these guys are getting a, a they're. They're not only getting an education; they're get, they're getting paid for it, and they're they're learning a trade at the same time. So, in my opinion, it's, it's well worth it. Um, it can it can be a very successful thing. It can make them very successful down the road if they if they make the right decisions. And um, you know, it's just it, and I think it's very rewarding if they do it right. Four years goes by quick. Um, as far as athletic ability, um, eligibility. I always tell the freshman class that, you know, I I said, you guys, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a long season, but I promise you, when the season starts, you're going to snap your fingers and we're going to be 25, 30 games into the season. And you're going to wonder where the season went because, you know, know, 40, 45 games goes by very, very quickly. Um, And, uh, you know, before long, your first season's over. Next thing you know, four years has gone by. You're graduating, and you don't get to you don't get to you don't get to put the cleats on that competitive level any longer. So, give it all you got while you can. Uh, put forth your best best effort. Don't leave anything on the field. Um, you know, excel at every every opportunity you get. Try to shine. Take advantage of it. Uh, because before long, it'll all be gone. It'll pass you by. So.
0: Absolutely. How, like, uh, I, mean, I remember you talk about their families and stuff. Like, do you get the non, like, a non traditional student? You know, not the typical, like, just eighteen, nineteen year old kid. Will you get typically a non traditional, maybe an older guy, and want to get a trade? Like, do, will you get the non traditional student?
1: Every once in a while, we we may get a guy that that you know instead of playing instead of choosing to go to college uh, to play baseball right out of high school maybe they went and, and joined the workforce uh, uh-huh. try to make money might have you know might have got into some financial bonds um, early early out of high school um, every once in a while we'll get a 22 to a 23 24 year old most of the time um, the last 10 years we're mainly just getting uh, high school freshmen. okay I'm sorry, high school freshman college freshman, straight
0: sure. out of high school. Okay. And like when you go to recruiting in recruiting wise, like, are you recruiting a guy like right away? That's a trade guy. Or are you still looking for like a good baseball player?
1: Recruiting wise, we're looking for baseball players. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. I, um, you know, I don't, I don't recruit for trades. It, it, trade selections when they apply to the school. Um, when they apply to the school, they're going to select their top three trade selections out of those 19 that I was telling you about. Yeah. Um, and then the school will offer whatever trade is needed wherever they need to bring in manning. So at different construction periods, um, you know, you might need more. You might need more sheet metal guys. You might need more welders uh, versus a, a different a different time. Uh, Further down the road, you might need more pipe fitters. You might need more outside machinists. Um, it all depends on, on where we're at construction wise with how many carriers we've got being built in the shipyard. Um, the shipyards, we've been rocking and rolling for the last four or five years. Uh, at A couple months ago, we had five carriers in the yard. Wow. So, I mean, you know, and, and I could, I think, eight submarines, new construction and overhaul. So, you know, a lot of business being generated right now Oh yeah. It's, it's good for the school because it keeps us busy
0: so if 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 a, if a guy comes in and says, yeah i, I want to do welding um it, it it would depend on if what the school needs at that time or does he right. still get to it, choose welding
1: he can choose welding and and, and let's say let's say we're, let's say we're not hiring or we're not offering any welders at a, a at a specific time they can always wait you know we're not like a traditional university where you only have starts in the spring, you know, or, or the fall. We, we start basically 11 out of the 12 months. Um, the first Monday out of every month, we have we have new starts coming in. So the school, the school will typically um, bring in 250 to 300 people per year to keep our enrollment around a thousand and 1200. Um, well, out of those two fifty, um, you know, we've got we've got nineteen trades that we've gotta we've gotta hire for at different times. So let's say January we might need we might need more pipe fitters and then February we might need more welders. So what I guess what I'm trying to say is if welding is not, not available, if that trade is not available at that time, sometimes they can they can say, Hey, you know, can you can you can I get can I can I be can I get an offer? when welding is, is available and it, it might take a couple of months, but eventually, you know, welding will be needed. And they'll they'll send out an offer for, for a welding apprenticeship. Okay. It just might take four months, but yeah, like, like I said, I mean, we're not traditional. Um, we basically start every month, 11 out of 12 months. So,
0: so, does that mean that you can get a new guy, like, mid season? Like, you'll get a new guy, like, that Monday?
1: I like to bring my guys in. I like to bring my guys in um, September. Like, I've, I've got, I'm bringing in, I've got nine nine guys starting uh, 9-11, I believe is the actual start date. Okay. Um, and then I might bring in another three or four uh, January. Okay. You know, whatever, whatever start date that is. And then I I won't bring anybody else in until the next fall, next September. So, okay. Um, I don't like to bring guys in. You know, we like I said. But you technically could person.
0: though. You could technically bring a kid in mid mid season, right? Because they're essentially well, I, starting I, a job.
1: I could, but technically they wouldn't. They wouldn't be eligible to play because we have a. We have the eligibility um Right.
0: Yeah. So that's why I didn't know how the eligibility because Yeah, I know it's just it's just like the traditional school. Of course you bring in, you know, beginning of the year and then you do have some mid year transfers after that first semester.
1: Right. I think February twentieth or something like that is our, our, our eligibility guidelines. So okay. If they're not
0: if they're not full time
1: if they're not full time student athletes by then, they're not eligible to play that season.
0: Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Cause you said, yeah, you're still following the regular, you know, eligibility guidelines and also. yeah, it's totally get that. Yeah. So the September and January, you know, yeah, that for sure. Okay. Okay. Correct. Cool. Very cool. So yeah, I mean, when you get a baseball player, you're like, all right, I like this, I like this guy. You know, he's gonna fit our guy fit our mold. And then the conversation comes back to like, okay, here's what the apprenticeship's about. Um you know, is it is it a matter of, like, where, like, maybe you're scared? Like, does it scare a guy? Or, like, yeah, wow, like, I had no idea. Like, I, I would like to do this. What are the conversations like as you <laughs> get through that recruiting process?
1: It's funny you say that because when Coach Cave was the head coach, I was – one of my biggest things was recruiting. And I'd, I'd go out and I'd, I'd talk to a group of young men. And Coach Cave would, you know, we would bring him in for a visitation. Show them the school and the facilities and everything, and I, I might be talking to a group of eight or nine guys and their families. And Coach Cave will look at he'd look at me after 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 we talked to him. And he'd say, "Ben, are you are you trying to scare these guys away?" And I <laughs> said, "I said I'm just being brutally honest, and uh, yeah, I tell I tell them the truth. You know, it's not easy. It's it's it, this program will turn a." High school graduate might not might not be mature as they need to be, but it'll it'll take that it'll take that girl or that that boy, and it'll turn them into a mature young man or woman very very quickly. And if it doesn't, they'll end up being washed out of the program. Um, it, it's it's tough if you don't make the grades. If you fail a class, um, you could be dropped from the program. If you can't make it to school or work on time and you have attendance issues, you can be dropped from the program. The, the school and the company is not gonna continue to invest 22 to $32 an hour, 40 hours a week for somebody that they can't depend on. So like I said, it, 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 turns, it, turns a, it turns a fresh, newly graduated high school kid into a, a, a mature business professional very, very quickly. And if if they don't make that change, they won't graduate. And no. you know when I, when I talk when I talk to the kids, I, I tell them the truth. Hey, you could be out on a job out in North Yard somewhere, and if you if, you, if you, you could be getting snowed on all day. Um, you know, it, it might be the winds blowing off the off the off the river. It might be 20 degrees outside. Uh, summertime, you know. You might not have any shade. You might not be in a AC environment. You might might be out welding on the on the platinum. Um, it could be, you know, ninety-five degrees out there. It's a tough program. You know, you gotta you gotta wake up every morning early during the season. We you know, we have a double header, it could be a long weekend, um, late game and go next in year innings. You know, it's it's Sunday and we don't get done by but eight, nine, ten o'clock—you know, and know—they were traveling, getting back. You still got to get up early the next morning and get into gotta the work. classroom or get, or get into your work, your work location. Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's not made for everybody. But the, but the young men and women that make it through, um, it, 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 it's, it's very rewarding um, down the road. Uh, a lot of guys and girls who graduate. They end up staying with the company. Um, it's not a requirement to, to stay with the company. Once you graduate from the apprentice school, um, you can take the education, the training, uh, your degree. You can take it and, and move on to another company, whatever you want to do. Um, you can stay with the company if you choose. A lot of people do so. Um, you know, the, the apprentice school started in 1919, um, over a hundred years. We've graduated over 11,000 apprentices. Mm. Um, out of those 11,000, I would say roughly 5,000 were apprentice athletes through basketball, football, golf, wrestling, baseball. Um, you know, so <laughs> athletics has got a, uh, athletics has been a big part of the school. Um, I think they go well together. A lot of people say, "Hey, why is the Fortune 500 why is the Fortune 500 company in the apprentice school? Why do they need Why do they need athletics? Well, athletics contributes to teamwork. Teamwork contribute contributes to leadership. Our company, um, Huntington Ingalls Industries, Newport News Shipbuilding, we need leadership just like every other company and and athletics has a lot to do with that um apprentice graduates that 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 are successful on the on the playing field and in the classroom you know if if they if they make the right decisions a lot of times they end up going they end up falling into leadership roles with the company um Mm. being supervisors uh construction supervisors project project leads stuff like that so Know, it, it it's it's like i said it's very unique but it's very rewarding at the same time
0: absolutely I, I totally i totally agree but and it's and it's honestly uh such a great avenue for certain guys how uh, explain so like let's say like a kid like had no idea of a school and then like you know this is kind of like you know, I'm sure you have these stories of like a kid who just had no idea about the apprenticeship school, and then you guys come around you recruit and kind of get, get let them know what it's about, and it just kind of changed his life.
1: Right. Well, today's technology has changed so much. It makes it so easy now for recruiting. Um, we have two websites as.edu.com. that's 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 the that is the general admissions Apprentice School website that has everything about the school the trade selections, how do you apply, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then we have our athletics website, which is gobuilders.com, B-U-I-L-D-E-R-S, builders, like our mascots, the builder, man, because we build ships for a living, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get all apps, You can you can go to all the different links for the athletics website. Um, both very good websites. Uh, they, the school does a good job with them. Um, keeping them updated um, and working properly. A lot of information. Um, we have recruit recruit cards that they can fill out online. Um, you know, a lot of the coaches will call and say, "Hey, I've got a I've got a young man that's very you know he he doesn't want to go to he doesn't want to go to the traditional college or university um, path. A kid, the kid's a hard worker. He's been working every summer, you know, for his grandfather or his father, something like that." Yep. and uh those are the those are the guys that are appealing to me because um you know if if you're out busting your butt every summer uh i mean back home where i'm from we 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 go out and work the tobacco fields and i don't know if we've ever been involved with picking tobacco but that's that's a hot hard not, job yeah um it's like you know bailing
0: head bailing head here in western maryland
1: exactly and and those kind of those kind of those kind of kids are the, are the guys we're looking for the, the ones that aren't scared to work. Um, because like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, you're getting an education, but you're also, you're also, you're also working on a full-time, a full-time job at the same time. So, um, you know, if, if, if you, if you work summer jobs, if you worked a part-time job or something through high school, um, typically those, those are the, those are the guys that I, I feel a little bit more confident about them being successful through the program. Um, we've had a lot of success with, with you know, with, with the guys that have never had a job before. But I just, for me, comfort-wise, I feel a little bit more comfortable knowing, hey, this this guy, you know, this guy, he, he did landscaping all summer. He's not, not afraid to work, you know.
0: Yeah, he's going to cool. be a good fit, you know. He was just a good fit overall, and he, you know, he's going to be exactly. okay with the work. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah man it's so just this just, just super cool like this is a great opportunity like I said there's so many things is there it, it, and are there any other programs out there even like this
1: there is another trade school uh it's up north and i, I just drew a complete blank since you asked me a question um, um but yes there there is another trade school for a long time, we were the only trade school that offered Division three college athletics. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it's William, Williamson Trade School, Williamson Trade. I do believe they offer athletics now as well. Um, we're the only trade school that I know that exists where we build nuclear-powered aircraft carriers and submarines. Um, okay. There are, you know, there are other shipbuilding Uh, companies across the country, they do have apprentice, you know, they do have apprentice programs, but it's not like the apprentice school. Um, They, they do not offer athletics. Um, So.
0: Yeah. Just the, just the opportunity to to offer athletics, you know, get on a bus and still kind of, and and that is the traditional route, but like, you know, yeah. Like, um, but, Yeah, you're going to go to, you're learning learn trade, but you still get that part of school, you know, where just like kids in high school get to go to Tech High, but they still get to go play their sports, you know, like that's still important to them. And like you said, like you said, and the really big big thing is like, yeah, like sports are going to help us teach this, these teamwork and these leadership skills. You know, my wife's in the business and you can say, you can tell the people who know how to work on a team and we want, we need more of those.
1: (laughs) I agree. I agree. The, the the vocational the vo- the uh high school um programs yeah a lot of those are, they're they're kind of they're kind of dying out around the country um i'm i'm hoping that, that you know virginia in my in my opinion has has pushed it um they they pushed the VOTEC. they're 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 trying to say hey you know virginia needs needs graduates they they need guys that are guys and girls that are going you know in the workforce somewhere in Virginia. It might not be with the shipbuilding industry, but somewhere in Virginia. Um, but in my opinion, the last ten years, a lot of these botec programs are getting cut across the school boards from state to state. And it it's it, it's it's kind of a bad thing. I mean, I, I I don't want this country to lose lose focus on at the end of the day, you still need people to, to work hard for a living. Um not everybody has to have a you know degree where they can they can create video games and, and do digital stuff like that. So, sure. Um, you know, we need people to turn wrenches. We need people to, to weld a bead, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, work on cars. I mean, just everything.
0: Absolutely. So. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know, and we need to have these opportunities for sure. And That's why I just love this man. Just to get, let, let people know, like just the opportunities that are out there because you, you will have a kid. So like, do you ever have a kid, so like, and I know that you guys, like you said, your requirements are the same, admission-wise. So typically, let's say a kid who who is in the trade, because I'm a teacher and I know these kids who like just want to work with their hands, they want to go to Votech, so they don't do very well in school, right? Like, they're not, do- because they want to be a tradesman, they want to do that, so they have this, this perception, right, of, well, yeah. I don't need to do that in school because I want, to, I want to just be an electrician, you know, or I just want to go in a trade. So like, um, the requirements, do you find like, is that a challenge for you? Like, is there a, I guess a admission requirement for like GPAs and things like that, that were guys who like necessarily, they weren't necessarily like so great in school, you know, So, but now it's hurting them that they can't get, get into the apprentice school, which would really exactly what they want.
1: Unfortunately, it is, it is, it is very tough uh, to get through to the apprentice school as far as being accepted. Um, with us being such a small commodity, as far as only bringing in you know two to two hundred fifty a year, um, and let's say a thousand people apply to the school, you know you're you're talking twenty five percent will actually get accepted. Our GPA requirements um, they fluctuate a little bit depending on on how many people have applied. Last year, our our team average was like three point six GPA. Um, I can say this. SATS are great to take, but but it's not it's not an eligibility requirement for the school. Now I will say, we are we are a high math and and, and science based school. Um, but as far as eligibility requirements, there's a list of classes on the website. You have to have a minimum of four. I'd like to see six to eight of the of the of the classes um, that you have to have. Um, you know I could I could go I could go on and on about the eligibility requirements. Um, it's just uh, the best thing to do is is if you're interested in the school, go to the websites, um, read, read the eligibility requirements as far as what classes you need. If you meet the minimum four classes and you're interested, you know read about the trade selections, go ahead and apply to the school. Um, and then admissions admissions will reach out to you via email, whichever email you sign up with when you apply. Um, but as far as, as when I'm out recruiting, the first thing I'm looking for is, hey, did you did you were you successful in Algebra One, Geometry, Algebra Two? Did you take any any uh, any higher math classes, calculus, trig, stuff like that? Um, <clears throat> you know, did you make did you make good grades in, in, in English, eleventh and twelfth grade year? Um, those are the main things. And if if you if you've got four four math classes, if you did well in English, if you, you know A or B, um, that's a really good start, in my opinion. Um, and then a lot of times, guys won't won't realize this, but I, I could promise you, when I'm looking at a transcript, I'm looking at how many days you were late. How many days you were absent? Because, like I said, attendance is a big thing with the school. Yeah. Um, The company is not going to invest in somebody that can't show up for work class one time.
0: I think that's a big time thing, too, Coach. Is like, like you said earlier, was um, not only in a traditional school, it's just like, look, you don't make the grades, you're ineligible, da da da. But if you're not coming to work and you're late or you're absent, like, you're also going to get dismissed. So, like, I think that's even like, another part of it that's like you know kids don't go to class but that's not that's not reason they're getting kicked out they're getting kicked just bottom line they don't get the grades but like with you guys right. it, and, like your attendance hey, is also important
1: exactly i mean if you're paying if you're paying tuition to go to college or university that's fine hey you missed class that's on you you're throwing your money away on on our side of the fence, you know we're investing in you to be successful in the classroom. We're investing in you to be successful with your trade and learn how to learn learn how to be a master trade person and hopefully be a leader or a supervisor in your trade down the road. We're not gonna we're not gonna invest in you if you if you if you're late, if you can't show up, if you're if you're taking off every Friday because you you're sick or something. I mean, just you know, don't get me wrong. Accidents happen, emergencies come up, but you try to minimize the time that you miss from the job or from the classroom. Sure. Yeah, that's the line.
2: Well, you know,
0: like you said, you know, like the realities of like, Oh, you got a doubleheader Sunday. It goes to extra innings and we have to drive back home. Like that's a re that's an absolute reality of, of the game and of the season, you know, exactly. and then when you got to get up and go to work, you know, and make sure you're there by 7am. Like that's, that's a challenge. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. Like I like said, it's a, uh, the, you know, my 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 true freshman's first year is typically it's a wake up call. It's like, hey, but if they're successful and they make it through the first year, I, I I'm I'm 99 saying these guys are going to graduate. You know, in all three years, they're going to graduate, and that's 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 awesome. You know, Scrola McConnell, myself, if we get to sit up in the in the auditorium and watch these guys graduate four years down the road, that's that's the ultimate goal. Um, that means. We did a great job as coaches. They did a great job as young, young student athletes. They did what we asked them to do. Um, and, you know, once they graduate, it's a great thing. That also means we made the right decision to bring them in in the recruiting process, and it all worked out well. And, unfortunately, every, does everybody that we bring in graduate? No, because we, we the retention – retention ratio we, we we might lose uh ten percent out of everybody we bring in so over what over four years um you know we, we might we might lose two or three guys in the process what I would I I'd love to see I'd love to see everybody graduate but but mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't lie to you that doesn't happen um the school academics is is tough um and if these guys don't take it serious right from the start they end up getting in a hole by bombing maybe their first test, um, you know, and, and you, you don't want to you don't want to spend the rest of the semester trying to dig your way out of this hole, you know, trying to get out of this hole. So, sure. Unfortunately, every once in a while we'll have a guy that doesn't score well on his first test. Um, our academics are very strict. We have we have team academic probation policies. That, hey, if you're not making the grades, I'm not going to keep you out of practice. So you're not going to be part of the team.
2: Mm.
1: Um, once you know, once they've once they rebound it academically and their their average is well above a seventy-seven or eighty, um, we'll bring them back in to the, we'll bring them back out to practice and, and let them start taking place um, with the team practicing and working out. Uh, it's not it's not just being successful on, on the baseball field. You need to if you're not successful in the classroom, if you're not doing what the company needs. You know, um, then we're not going to reward you. We're not going to reward you by playing baseball if you're not doing what you're
0: supposed to do. Right. That's such a yeah. And um, so you, when we talk about going to, going to jobs, like their job stuff too, like do they have to manage like PTO time, like time off? Like if let's say like those things that do come up, like do they have to manage their time off, or it's just like they got to call somebody? Like, how is it? Uh, is that is that another layer of this too? Like even that accountability piece.
1: The company has a call in number that you can call in if you need if you have an emergency, you need to use some, some leave time. Um, I always recommend call your supervisor. Your supervisor may have a job lined up for you, maybe they want you to leave the job. And if, you know, the shift starts at seven o'clock, they're expecting you to be there. They get to the they get to the meeting area or location to start the job and you're out there. Yeah um that kind of that, that kind of starts the morning off pretty rough for your boss. So I always always say be responsible, you know give your supervisor or your craft instructor uh, a text or a phone call. Just let them know what's going on and make sure you hit the call-in number to let the company know, you know that you're going to use vacation time.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, just a totally different, like, you know, I, I can imagine, like, the things, like, when – the during the season. So, like, man, I guess you'd be better at answering this as, like, how do you use this perspective, like this this real-life perspective that you that these kids are in to get you along, like you said, when you had the rough 2-11 start, you know, or like when they get tough in the game? Like how do you relate this kind of perspective and mindset these guys have as they're waking up every day and doing this in terms of how they're playing the game?
1: Well, like I said, you're,
0: our freshman, the, the first year is tough.
1: Once they get through the first year, I feel much more confident they'll get through the program. Um, a kid coming straight out of high school, I mean, they're, they're gonna, it's going to seem like an overwhelming, first of all, academic course load, second of all, full time job, uh, third of all, collegiate practices, collegiate game schedule. Um, you know, these guys are used to play 16, 17, 18 games in high school. Versus we could be up to 45, 46 games in a, in a, in a season, sometimes more Postseason, um, season it's, it's, it's overwhelming at times. Um, a lot of times the, uh, the kids will come in. They'll want to talk to myself or the coaching staff. and We'll just sit down with them and say, hey, what's on your mind? Um, and they, they will. They're, a lot of times they'll be honest and just say, hey, it's a little overwhelming. Uh, I feel like I'm struggling here. You know, I, I feel like I'm not giving you my best at practice because I'm because I'm, I'm working my butt off at work and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hot out. And, um, or or they'll say sometimes you might hear hey, coach. Uh, you know, we're practicing every every day. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm struggling in, in, in my in my mathematics class. You know, I don't want to I don't want to make a bad grade. I don't want you to get kicked out of the program. Um, we have extra help available. We have tutors available. Um, we're going to try our best to make that young man successful, because, like I said, the ultimate goal is to see him graduate in four years. And mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't want to see him washed out of the program. Um, if it's an academic issue, if they're struggling, we may tell them, say, "Hey, instead of practicing the next couple of days, why don't you go in there, extra help? Um, you know, spend a couple hours with the with the tutor." With the instructor, um, try to get back on track where you need to be. Up, um, you know, you, you don't want to do it a lot. You hope it doesn't happen a lot because ultimately you're taken away. You're taken away from 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 you from you know from baseball. You're, mm-hmm. you're taking you, you could be taking a possible starter out of equation. Um, that's going to miss some practice time, maybe even miss game time. But I, I I'm. We're willing as coaches to sacrifice that so that they're successful in graduating the program.
0: That's awesome. Um,
1: it does happen from time to time. Um, typically, if you typically if you if you recognize they're struggling early, early in their coursework, you can jump on it early enough, give them the time, give them the time that they need during practice time, so that they don't miss that many games. Or get to a academic bind to where they're on academic probation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about it's all about the player and coach being honest to each other. If a player's struggling, hey they come and talk, let us know what's going on. we're able to we're able to tackle it before anything really, really bad starts
0: so your does your job does your job allow you to have maybe of those like to get to the office a little sooner so the kids can be there, or is that mostly just like, after practice or just kind of the time where you can kind of fit it in well it's, it's, that's
1: that's a good question
0: We have we have some of the most awesome professors and craft
1: instructors in my opinion in the entire country um, there's about three or four different craft or three or four different professors that literally will come in an hour before class starts so they might be in the class they might be in their office at 6 a.m. And if the students will reach out to them and say, hey, you know, doctor, blah, 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 can can I meet up with you at try to get some extra help, try to work, you know, explain to me what I'm doing wrong in this class? You know, can I meet with you from six to seven o'clock? It's amazing. They, they do it and they do it every day, you know, week, just 365 days a, a year. Um, they feel the same way that the coaches do. They want they want that young man or woman to be successful and they want to see him graduate. Um when a kid washes out due to academic failure, it, it doesn't look good. It 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 means that it means that a coach or a professor failed somewhere down the line. And every once in a while you might just have a kid give up. That happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But we just we try to minimize that by giving them as much attention and support as we can. I really appreciate the time, man. Like it's just just been super informative. And I, I just, I love, um, you know, not only there's just learning new things, but also, I think for me, like just trying to help kids navigate like this, the next step of their lives, you know, and being able to, you know, we all want to be able to have the, like, just have the um, options, you know, and being able to know all the different types of things, because like, like I said, my area, you know, there's a lot of areas, uh, uh, people just in, in general who are, like you do they they want to turn around they're they're just tradesmen. they're blue collar guys that aren't afraid to work but like they don't want to do the traditional like they don't like the traditional sense of school so i just I just really appreciate it man I really appreciate just like just giving some good time and some great advice I just and I like too like and and I think it's a it, it's very similar like why people are successful and it's no and it's no it's no I don't think it's honestly I mean I, I think you're a great baseball guy you've've you've been successful at apprenticeship but at the same time like you guys also have something bigger in mind for the kids. Like it's not just about like winning baseball games and like, Oh, like we're going to win the world series. Like, yeah, that's all happening. But like you guys have something bigger in mind that is still allowing us to be really successful in the things that we do in the baseball field and, know, and which the result is we play at a high level. <laughs> like, it's just, I think that's just so, it's a great lesson for us all to learn. Like we have, we absolutely have to have, I feel that to perform at like the level, you said you want a competitive baseball program, but to do it in terms of like having something bigger. And like you said, the ultimate goal is really just that they're graduating, they get through the program, they're, they're successful, you know? And then like, you could even hear like just the crazy thing you just said was like, it's not crazy. It was just, it was awesome. It was just, it, it, you took the ownership of it. If a guy doesn't get through the program, like we failed him, you know, like you're, you're that much just about the kid and helping the kid move on. Like coach, like it's, this has been so, so awesome, man. I really, really appreciate it. Not a problem. We just, we, we, we try to, we try our best to make sure they've got
1: their priorities straight. us, Us being a unique commodity. We're, we're a company first, a school second and a sports program third. And if they ever get those priorities mixed up, it, it's it, it's it's gonna be hard for them to be successful. If they keep the priority straight, they should flow through it. Uh, I'm not gonna say piece of cake, but they should play they should play through it. Um, you know, and 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 not have many hiccups along the way. Um so <clears throat> like like I said, I mean if it if, if, if as long as is is we're sitting up in the art talk room, and when they're announcing graduates and and gold award winners for for student athletes that played four years of, you know of, of a certain sport that that's that's so rewarding um so rewarding to see um you know a couple of years ago we're, we're sitting there and 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 we had nine nine graduates and and, and nine guys that played four years of, of collegiate baseball and that's pretty awesome because I'm looking at a few I'm going you know I'll look over to coach Mac be like I really didn't think he was going to graduate but I'm it's <laughs> shocking, <laughs> you know because because like I said you'll have you'll have freshmen that, that are vulnerable at first and then you know they'll come up to you and say coach I you know I I just bombed I bombed my, my first test I didn't do very well at all and you know we just we we'll have those one-on-one talks I let's put forth some more effort let's try to get up let's put our priorities back in order um you know we'll get you out of practice maybe give you a couple of days off when you get you extra help uh you know you, you got to bounce back and it, you know let's say you, you you got a 65 on that first test well let's shoot for a 95 to 100 to on your second test to try to get the average back right and it works well you know like i said i've got nine guys up on stage and 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 They're all getting their their gold awards, and it looks great. And and you're sitting there going, wow, I I really can't believe that guy made it through. I I didn't see that company. And really, it makes you a a sense of pride takes over you because that means at some point, you know, either one of the coaches, um, one of the craft instructors, one of the professors, maybe even one of the supervisors, you know, somebody did something right to make that young man or woman. You know, make them make them turn, and and it worked out well. They they made good decisions um, from there on out, and it, it worked out well.
0: Coach Ben Jones just crushing it, just giving some great information. Again, I can't uh, wait. I I, I and, and just me. All these all this time I am going through there and thinking of hey, this this kid would have went there or this kid, this might have been great for this kid. Um, but at the end of the day too, like it's pretty hard to get in there. You still, even though you might want to do a trade and they're setting you up for the job and it, it's it's not gonna call. you're gonna make money out of it. You're gonna make money out of, of the four years. Um, it still takes you gotta get done in the classroom. You still gotta have the good grades. You gotta be pretty good math and science. Uh, in your math and science class, you're still taking pretty good. These aren't the, these aren't just times where you're just going to slack off. Like there still is definitely some pretty tough admission requirements, you know, to be able to get in here. But the the payoffs, like Coach Jones said, is very rewarding. Uh, and they're able to, you know, really, um, you know, give them a unique experience, play high level baseball. Um, you know you're going to win seventy five percent of your games. You, know, you look back at Coach Jones' record. What these guys are doing? These guys are winning sixty to seventy percent of their time, um, and they're playing a great schedule with the diff- good JUCO's around. uh, the Division three schools that are really good around, as well as the Division two schools. Um, so you're playing a top notch schedule. You're getting the college schedule with close to nearly fifty games, uh, but beyond you're learning some valuable lessons through the way. And like you said, one of the big things that I've got highlighted bolded was. We're gonna take this young man and young lady out of this apprentice school, and they're going to be mature. They're gonna go through this process and will be a better young person after this process. It is a maturing process, and it'll help them through that, uh, which is just tremendous. It's what it's what you're looking for um, it, it, when you're looking for a, a school or looking for what's the next chapter gonna be. I, I certainly, hopefully, we're gonna be, become better, uh, and it's gonna set me up for life. After it all, because, again, what what are we really doing? Uh, And so uh, just a a great thing, and I want to just thank, again, Coach Jones and and for his willingness to share and and give us some time. And I appreciate you guys for hanging on with us. um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. So until next time, keep getting better.